Hi there, do you have a character in mind for your fiction story, but you're not sure whether you have actual clarity on that character or how to bring them across on the page, how to make sure that your story doesn't go off the rails, that sort of thing, you just want a better handle on it? I'm Lisa with Fiction Author Business Academy. And today I'm going to talk about the two things you absolutely must know about your character in order to write them inside the world of your story. I'm going to tell you how to figure these things out and also give you a tip on how to implement them in every single chapter of the story you write. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. Let's face it, readers read fiction to feel emotion and be transported and transformed. In this ongoing digital revolution where online marketing is always in flux, the only way to create a sustainable author business and live off your royalties is to write transformational stories, market at every stage of the author journey, and cultivate a loyal audience of readers. Fortunately, there's never been more opportunity to make a living as a fiction author. Hi, I'm Liesl Hill, USA Today best-selling author and story clarity coach. When I'm not dictating my own stories about dragons, serial killers, and dystopian worlds, I help other authors write their own transformational fiction, position them as bestsellers, and market them like pros. Join me on the podcast where I give writing tips, marketing how-tos, story advice, and interviews with other authors who are in the trenches just like you and making it work. We are prolific authors. Okay, so let's dive in. The first thing that you need to know is that what we're gonna talk about today are called objects of desires or they are abbreviated OOD. Basically your objects of desire are what they sound like. They're just your character's motivations, what they are actually trying to accomplish in the story. And this is super important because if you don't have this really tightly nailed down and you're not making sure that every single thing that happens in your story is geared toward these motivations, your story's gonna go off the rails, you're gonna lose the reader, it's not gonna be cohesive, it's gonna be a big mess. And obviously we don't want that. The first object of desire that you need to nail down for your character is called the physical, external, or short-term OOD. I know those are a lot of terms, but they're kind of used interchangeably, so I'm just kind of writing them all down. But what does this mean? This means what the character is actually physically trying to accomplish in the story, okay? What is their goal? What are they doing day in, day out, chapter in, chapter out in the story? Let's look at some examples. Maybe they're trying to get the treasure. And of course, that can be literal. It can also be metaphorical. It's whatever they're striving to do on their quest, you know, whatever they're trying to accomplish, trying to get a hold of, that sort of thing. Maybe if it's a romance, they're trying to win somebody's heart, you know, trying to get the girl, trying to win guy's heart, something like that. For more specific examples, let's look at Frodo. He was trying to take the ring to Mordor. That is what he is actually physically trying to accomplish in the story. For Luke Skywalker, he's trying to blow up the Death Star. That's what we're actually trying to accomplish at the end of the story, right? And you do want to get as specific as possible with this. Um, notice that I talked about the end of the story. When we come back to the tip at the end about how to implement these, I'll talk about that some more because that actually is really significant. If you're already getting some value out of this video, make sure and smash that subscribe button and hit the bell so you don't miss any of my future videos about how to to write great fiction and turn it into a business. Let's move on to the second OOD. Yes, you do need two of them. The second one is the metaphysical internal or long-term OOD. And what this means is what the character wants overall for their life, okay? So that's why it's metaphysical, it's very internal. And what this OOD is, the nature of it, will actually tell you the nature of the character. What I mean is, for good characters, their internal OOD could almost always be summed up as world peace, <laughs> okay? They just want to be a good person, live a good life, raise their family, do their thing. Of course, you want to be a little more specific about it than that, which I'll go over in just a minute. But again, if their OOD, their internal one is good, then they are probably a good character. 
by contrast, a villainous character is going to want something negative. They're going to want uh, murder, if we're talking about a murder mystery. They're going to want power. They're going to want dictatorship. They're going to want money, um, domination, think something like that, okay? And whatever their OOD is, if it's negative, it's usually a pretty good sign that this is a villainous character. Yeah, but isn't this common sense? I mean, I know who my hero and my villain are. I'm sure you do, but you would be amazed how many people do not nail down these OODs just for the sake of getting them absolutely firm and cemented in their mind. And because of it, their characters feel like they're loopy and all over the place. You absolutely must know what your character's OODs are and gear your story toward the accomplishment of those OODs. Now, just like with the external OOD, we also need to be specific with the internal. So Frodo is actually a really good example. Of course, he wanted peace for Middle-earth. Of course, he wanted to defeat Sauron. But what he says many times throughout the story is that he wants peace for the Shire, for his little people that are there, so that they can keep on being the little busybodies that they are in peace and not have to deal with this war and this dark stuff, right? So that is his more specific internal OOD. So make sure that you tie it directly to your world and your character and your story, but the more general hero versus villain is kind of a good place to start. Before I get to the implementation tips, I just want to say if you want more help with this, including how to write great fiction, transformational stories, implementation of all of my tips, and how to monetize your fiction and so that you're eventually living off your royalties, check out the link in the description below. Actually, there are two links. The first one goes straight to the Fiction Author Business Academy so you can check it out. But there's also a second one where you can get a super secret promo code so that you can get the first month in the Academy for only $27. Only $27 to check out the Academy for a whole month, which I joke is less than a gallon of gas these days. Remember, the only way to change the world through telling great stories and make a living off of it is to learn to write and market transformational stories. Okay? Now, on to that implementation tip. First, when it comes to figuring out what your OODs are for your character, this is what you need to ask yourself. Number one, what is your character actually trying to accomplish in the story? And remember earlier that I talked about how um, blowing up the Death Star was what Luke was trying to accomplish at the end. If you have a hard time coming up with this, think about what your climactic moment is going to be. What do you want your character doing? What are they trying to overcome? That will tell you what your OOD should be. And you should know it from the beginning so that everything in your story is geared toward your character moving to that point. The next thing you're going to ask is why, and this helps with the internal OOD. Why did Frodo want to take the ring to Mordor? Because he wanted peace for the Shire. And we could put a couple of extra steps in there. He wanted to take the ring because that's the only way to defeat Sauron. He wanted to defeat Sauron because Sauron was a dictator and was going to make war on everybody. He wanted to defeat Sauron because he wanted peace for the Shire. But you can see that even if you do it in multi-steps, you can still figure out what the internal OOD is. And the why is kind of what gives you that internal reason, that internal motivation for it. So how do you implement this in every scene that you write? Before you sit down to write or stand or dictate or whatever you do, ask yourself if the stuff that's happening in this scene is in line with your character's OODs. Now, if it's not, there's two ways that you could go about it. Either you can fix the scene so that it is in line with the OODs and your story isn't going off the rails, or if there's something that you really want to have happen in the story, but you haven't included it in the OODs, maybe you need to go back and tweak your OODs so that they reflect what's going to happen in the story. Now, I don't have a problem with that. You just need to make sure that you always, at a high level, know what the motivations are so that, again, you've got the character always headed toward that and not going off on a side tangent. That's what makes your story really strong and tight and cohesive. The other thing is that you can have more than one OOD. For example, maybe your main OOD is some sort of you know, adventure, treasure, quest, like Frodo, you know, trying to take the ring to Mordor. But there's also a subplot of a romance, okay? So you can have two OODs. The first one would be 
getting that treasure or accomplishing that quest. The second one might be um, winning the heart of the girl, or if it's a female character, winning the guy's heart, right? You have more than one, all you gotta do is prioritize them. Think about what is most important to the character in the moment and make sure that that is what the scene is geared toward. So actually I'm gonna switch to Harry Potter for a really good example of that. Harry's goal was always to defeat Voldemort, right? But there were times when he really wanted to pursue Ginny in a romantic way. But there are also times, especially near the end of the series, that he talks about how he's got to focus on this first. There will be time for romance later, but he's not going to get to do that anyway unless he takes out Voldemort, because Voldemort will keep that from happening, okay? So he has to prioritize what's going on at any given moment. On the other hand, you might be writing a different kind of story. Maybe they start out really with their eye on that treasure, but then along the way, they meet somebody, fall in love, and decide that that is the priority, and so things change. That's fine too. You can write whatever kind of story you want, whatever kind of story you're trying to tell. Just make sure that you know what the OODs for the character are at any given point. Point. All right, guys, get out there and write those beautiful, creative, unique stories that only you can write. And remember, there is always a market for awesome. Me again. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Reviews are the best way to show your appreciation and help others find this podcast. Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media network, and tag me at LK Hill Books. Remember, the world needs your stories. Only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances, and your intense thrillers. So join the revolution and be a prolific author.